Welcome to episode 22 of Matchup Mashup. I'm your host, Private Merc, and I'm joined by Wee Wee Man. How you doing, Wee Wee Man? Well, I'm great, how are you? I'm doing good. And on this podcast where we talk to you about decks, we're gonna not be doing that again. We're gonna be finishing the cards the night before the new set, yes! Yes, yes. Yeah. So, so I know that you guys all want to hear about our lives and what we've been doing, but into that we say, you don't get to. Yeah, not, you... not right now. Wee Wee Man says, I gotta make sure that we can finish this episode so I can go spend time with Megan so I can play Overwatch. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I said. Wee Wee Man didn't say that. <laughs> I I got to finish doing this episode so I can go play Spider-Man too. True. True. I got yeah. the black suit. I've got to... This not a spoiler because it's on the cover, but I'm at the part of the game where you get the black suit, guys. Oh, also, and very quickly, uh, the, um, this is for personal life stuff, not related to Hearthstone. The Game Awards, all of the nominees got announced. I'm gonna, like, I haven't voted on it yet, but I'm really excited to see the Game Awards, because I feel like I've played, like, a lot. This year's just been amazing, and I feel like I've played a lot more games this year than I have. I've been getting back into being, like, a single-player gamer, where I had just been, like, a multiplayer gamer for the longest time but do you do you want to take a guess as to what the six nominees for game of the year are we we man before we get into these cards oh i already looked at the list oh you did look at them yeah, yeah. alan wake 2 snuck in there it just came out and like i've only heard like incredible things where everyone's like this game knows exactly what it wants to be and like it just throws like the craziest turns like i've heard people say that like this the story and like the things that they do in this game are things that they've never seen done before in a video game it's like really creative things that pay off and i guess that's how like even though this game came out this game came out like the very end of october like october 28th or 29th like two weeks ago but it's been received so well in that short amount of time it's like one of the six nominees so that's awesome I was also very... Oh, sorry. What were you saying? No, I was just going to say I'm always happy to hear that people are making new creative things in video games. Yeah, I'm going to have to finish the first one. I never finished the first one. I heard that the second one in the first hour, like, kind of lets you know everything that happened, but I still, like, don't feel right playing a game in a series that's, like... If it's heavily story-based, I just don't feel right not playing that one. And then I was... One other thing about it, I was surprised to see that actually... No indie games got on here, sadly. No indie games snuck into the game of the year. But I was surprised to see that two Nintendo games made it on here. I actually wasn't expecting to see Mario Bros. Wonder on this game of the year list. I was expecting Zelda, like, come on. But I was not expecting to see Mario up there. I was expecting, I kind of, I, I wanted freaking, I wanted Street Fighter Six up there. But what are you going to do? I don't know why, I forget what, what category it was nominated under, but I saw Sea of Stars, and I played Sea of Stars for a little bit, and that game was yawn. <laughs> okay, so I've heard, I Sea of Stars actually, I've heard that game is amazing, but it's like a, um, I can never see you playing any game in that genre and enjoying it, wee wee man. 
Yeah, like, I thought the art was cool. I thought the art was cool. The name was cool. So I was like, I'll check this like out. Like, classic RPGs are all, yeah. like... I imagine... I think it's, like, a classic RPG where it's, like, you top down, like, your characters talk, go talk to these characters, go talk to these characters. You're on a quest for the seven golden things, and then, like, the combat is, like, turn-based, right? Or is it not? How yeah, does it it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, it felt like Skyrim, but, like not even combat and like not even is it a turn-based rpg like, like where RPG. you're like pokemon kind of bro i didn't even get to the freaking combat because there was so much stuff in the first section like it was like it was i think i was probably still in like the tutorial phases like i was going and getting like trained how to be a i just looked it up it is a turn-based rpg dude. honestly yeah. i think this is a game i would like oh the top review is 50 hours. I've just finished it, and now my life is meaningless. So, oh, my God. I mean, yeah, like, I guess if you're into turn-based, like, I do not think... It probably just tells a really wrong. good story, I would imagine, because, like, you can get a little bit innovative with turn-based RPGs, but in general, you either like turn-based RPGs or you don't, because, yeah, I, I mean, you are... Don't. Half of the game is re- sitting there and seeing what they did. So, like, if you're not chill with that, like... You're probably, right. but I'm, I, I, I guess I'm not surprised you don't like them, but I guess I would have thought you might, like, like them a tiny bit because you like Hearthstone, but you yeah. said you didn't get to the combat, so. <laughs> even when there is combat, like, I, maybe I just haven't played enough of them, like, maybe if I spent more time, it just feels like in those kinds of games, it just seems like, like, and I'm just talking out of my ass, like, I'm sure, like people feel very strongly about turn-based rpgs but i just i just don't see the fun in it like if i if i'm gonna play a game like that like i'd rather be actually like um, like feeling like i'm like having like the combat like card games are different because it's like it feels very like i don't know it feels like i am in control of like my strategy whereas in those games it feels like it's kind of on the rails where it's like you're kind of given like all your options and then like it's like set up in a way where like it's I don't know like when you go well, there's on definitely and there's play definitely a hard deck, ones it's like, like there's definitely like a lot of very challenging games that are not if you feel like are you saying they're too easy if they're on the rails no no not even because I mean when I, tried I just to play I, sure I didn't even finish I didn't even finish whatever that game was um the card game. Inscription. Of inscription. I didn't even finish that because it was too hard. So it's not even like the difficulty. It's just like I don't think like it's Hearthstone's fun because it's like it's just like there's cards and then people build decks and it's like creative. I've in definitely that way, liked but it's far like, less. Like um, <clears throat> like I've played a decent amount of turn-based RPGs. The one I've played the most is Pokemon, and even like then I was never super big into it. I like I was really into like one Pokemon game, and then I wasn't really able to get into the rest, and then. I liked the very first Final Fantasy. Like, I like that one. But most turn-based RPGs, it is, unless the story really captivates me or I'm very interested, it's like, if you're not the kind of person that's like, I start with a party of four members, all at level one, and then after many, many combats, they'll level up. And as they level up over time, they'll get one new thing. And then, like, if after 50 hours, my dudes are really leveled up and they have all of these different, like, abilities and skills and things that I can choose to do, and, like... If that's the type of thing you're into, but, like, a lot... The main challenge I see for people that don't like turn-based RPGs, like, me included, is... It's not that they wouldn't like, like, the late game when they have all the different abilities and stuff. They're not willing to, like, go through the early game where you where it doesn't really feel like you have, like, much agency because you only have a few things that you can actually do. 
Right. Yeah, and the and the story definitely wasn't really getting me in the beginning. It just really. Seemed, I heard. Oh, I heard this. I heard seemed, the story was amazing. Like maybe it, the story. I mean, I'm sure the story probably gets like crazy, but like they do not do a great job at like capturing you. I mean, at least me, they did not do a good job at capturing you. me in the first like few minutes of the game because. I don't know. It just felt like a generic story. Like, There's oh boy, a podcast here's these I listen four to, like, kids uh, that are at the wizard <laughs> school learning how to be wizards. Oh, a wizard school? Now I'm really interested. <laughs> I don't even know if it's a wizard school, dude. It's probably called sorcery or something. But, mm. yeah, I don't know. It's just like, oh, it's like the four kids doing sorcery, and they go off and try to do an adventure because they want to be big and glorious and do great things like i don't know i just i don't know yeah i know you're not trying to but you're legitimately (laughs) selling me on the game (laughs) (laughs) all of that sounds pretty good um i listen to a playstation podcast called like the trophy room and it's just like these two like grown men talking about playstation one of them is like the game just made him cry he's like this game is like one of the best so he really liked that game so well, yeah, no, I, I definitely, I feel like it's probably a good game, just not my my game yeah, for yeah. sure. And that's, I feel there's like so many turn-based RPGs that like people are like, this is one of the greatest games ever made, and then just like not my type. Especially, of game. especially if you've been playing like Pokemon and stuff forever. Like, I feel like if a lot of those people I probably like, it's like what, been, what like, you were exposed Pokemon to when you were fans. younger. Maybe like maybe that's yeah. like what they played a lot when they were younger, so they like grew. I don't know. So when, like, a game like Sea of Stars where it's not Pokemon and, like, there's actually, like, a more in-depth story and, like, probably different mechanics they haven't seen before, they're probably, like, blown away because they've loved Pokemon their whole lives and other kinds of... Whereas, like, I haven't really played turn-based games or, like, RPGs like that. So it's, like, for me, it's just kind of, like, another game. So for me to get into it, I would need a... What do you think is going to win best multiplayer? I don't know. I hope it's Resident Evil 4. I don't know if that got... That's not a multiplayer. I said our best multiplayer game. Oh, best multiplayer? It should be Overwatch 2 for sure. Dang. Well, that's not even on here. And honestly, I think that that should get, like... Whatever the gaming community's equivalent of a Raspberry is, which is, like, the worst movie award of the year, it should get a Raspberry. (laughs) No. You're you're about to hop on Overwatch right after this, and you're talking... No, I'm about to hop on Spider-Man. And then Overwatch. Eventually. I understand. Street yeah. Fighter 6. Oh, Street Fighter 6 is not going to win best multiplayer, but because Diablo 4 is on this list, so it's just, like, not fair. Diablo 4 is not good. <laughs> Street, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. But Street, and not. also, okay, if anything, Street Fighter 6 should... There's an accessibility award for best accessibility, and I thought Street Fighter was on there, and it's because, um... The modern controls, I think that's very, uh... I guess I don't know exactly what all the other games did specifically to make themselves accessible, but I think that that, maybe not accessible, like, for someone with disabilities. Like, I'm sure some of the other games did, like, some stuff, like, for colors, like, colorblind people or, like, people with trouble with their hands or even, like, eyes. I know some games can track, like, your eye movement if you, like, can't move other parts of your body, stuff like that, so... But, um... In terms of, like, just bringing in a ton of people, accessibility in that sense, like, picking up a wider audience of people, the modern controls, like, made a ton of people. Even though my lame friends gave up because they don't, don't, they ain't on the grind, 
<laughs> I still like Street Fighter Six, and like I feel like that did open up the game to a ton of people, even if not like For sure. everyday Street Fighter players. Like they still are like I mean, it made the game Street... more fun for they me. Leave, so. Yeah, they leave Street Fighter with a positive experience. Like you're like, hey, instead of like playing against your friend Nick, and you're like, so how do I do this combo? And I'm like, yeah, buddy, uh, I'm then you just hear a, like Zangief saying <laughs> like, my loyal fans. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, it at least makes it like more like. You like smash at least know away. like what your dude can do, right? Like you don't have yeah. to learn like all the inputs and stuff. You like have your options, and you can you can like choose them because it's no longer like a technical thing of I want to throw my fireball, so I have to do freaking a Harry Potter spell on my controller. You can just press a button. Right. So. Okay, but we've. I pulled us into this discussion about the game awards. Sorry about that. Um, but I'm, I'm just important. really excited for them. I'm gonna definitely yeah, no. watch it live. Heck yeah. Um. Okay. Well, with that, we can go into part three of the card reviews. And today we have to cover Rogue, Warrior, Shaman, and Warlock. So we're going to just start from the top and talk about the first Rogue card which is Velerick, Windblade, and Velerick is a 3-mana three 3-3 three, three legendary minion with, while this is in your hand, play three cards from other classes to reveal Velerick's true form. And Velerick's true form is a 3-mana three 3-6 three dragon called Velerick the Deceiver, and it has charge, and after this attacks, discover a card from another class, and it costs three less. Um, Velarok is really cool because he, I don't know, like, he has charge, he's a dragon, and you get to discover a card from another class and reduce it, like, all, everything about Velarok the Deceiver is cool, and I want to play that card. Unfortunately, I feel like I have to perform, like, an obstacle course to be able to play Velarok the Deceiver. And it just becomes a point of, like, when is a card good enough, it's payoff good enough that you're willing to, like, pay a pretty, like, fulfill a pretty significant condition. I'm not going to say pay a high price, because you kind of want to, like, play cards from other classes in Thief Rogue, but fulfill, like, a pretty hefty condition, I would say. Which is why I give Velorok two stars. I think that as time goes on, if we get more Thief Rogue support, because, like, Thief Rogue was big last year. And then we kind of lost a lot of the support, and then, like, stash is the main thing. When we lost the six-mana spell, or the five-mana, whatever it was, to replay five cards you've played from other classes. Because it didn't matter if you got bad stuff, you could just play a bunch of, like, stuff from other classes, and then if they answer at all, you just replay it all again off the stash. And then, uh, with Contraband Stash gone, this isn't... This isn't winning the game for you. So it's kind of like a value-slash-like threat... But considering how late this is going to come out, I don't even see how the body's a major threat. I don't. Do you have any any other points you wanted to touch on with Velarok? No, I think you covered it all. I mean, I, I liked what you said to comparing it to. Um, who did you compare it to? Oh, that was offline. But I talked about Queen Queen Ajara. Yeah, that was it. Cause yeah, that. I mean, if you like look at her payoff for playing just three spells while she's in your hand and then this you have to play three cards from other classes so it just seems yeah like private merc said it's like an obstacle course so 
I personally gave it a two out of five, but like for coolness, I'd <clears throat> I'd give it like five out of five. Yeah, I think and it's I, really I cool. Think it's like I want to play the card. I just feel like if if I want to play this card, I gotta be like, all right, Private Mark, we're about to lose some games here. But yeah. Like. So next up, we got Bounty Wrangler, three mana, three four rare minion, quick draw or combo. So never both. Get a coin. What are your thoughts on Bounty Wrangler? I gave Bounty Wrangler a 5 out of 5. And this is because um, I feel like you're always going to get a coin when you play this. And uh, are we are we still going to have Shadow Step? Is that a thing? Yeah, I don't think. Shadow Step has been since Hearthstone came out. And I like genuinely don't think it's ever it's ever leaving. It's never left. I don't think it's leaving. So, okay, I, I just, yeah, I never could figure out how that works, because I know there's, like, the core cards, but I... It was like, part of, like, core, and, like, they, they can like... rotate out any core cards they want and, like, bring in new... Or, I think that's part of, like, Rogue's, like, base set. Like, they can, and they have taken cards out from classes sets before. I just think Shadow Step is, like, actually too, too integral to how Rogue works, like, literally. Yeah. I don't think they can take... So, I mean, with Shadow Step in mind, I mean, like, you can get even more coins i feel and like we'll still have a uh, for that we'll still have breakdance too yeah breakdance festival um, yeah breakdance and uh and the stat line is fine too like it's a three mana three four so um i think it's a well-rounded card so i gave it five out of five i gave it a four out of five just because i feel like it's the best coin generator like quick draw or combo like you said there are times where, like, it, you will still have to do something. Like, uh, if you draw this on, like, turn two, for example, and then, like, three, there are times. It's not like it's 100% online. It's not like it's Battle Cry. Like, there are times, right. to keep in mind, where it will, won't give you the coin and you have to, like, do something else instead. Um, so, I don't know. I gave it a four. I don't think it's bad. I think it's the best coin card. I'm just not sure. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see. I think that this is not as good as the the neutral. Like, I still think that, that uh, the 2-mana two 2-3 two, battle cry again a coin, I think that card's better. I think we will, like, be... Like, I think if we're shadow-stepping and we're breakdancing something to give us another coin, I think we're doing it to that 2-mana two 2-3. Two, that checks out. Mm. This is still good. Um... We're, like, still running it. So four stars. Uh, Yeah, okay, yeah, your turn. So next up, we have a one-mana common spell called Stick Up, and it's Discover a Quick Draw card from another class. I don't know if this is four stars or five stars. I feel like it's really good. Um, yeah, I give it four stars. Yeah, because you can, like, you just wait till, like, turn three or four. It's like a mid-game. Like, you're going to play it to, like, help you, like, develop into your mid-game. And, like, you'll wait until you can for sure quick draw something, and... I mean, I, don't, I can't name every quick draw card off the top of my head because I haven't even played with these cards yet, but I know there's one in every class, so that's going to make, like, ten. And that means at any point you play this, you got a 30% chance to find a specific quick draw card. And if you don't find a specific one, they're all generally... Like, you're going to find one that does something that you're happy with, I feel like. You just can't be playing this on, like, turn one, like, unless you're... Like, I know that um, people are going to do that. Like, I just know yeah. it. Yeah, Four stars for me. I do think it's. I do think it's pretty good. For sure. 
Um, next up, we got Shell Game. Rare, three mana rogue spell. Get a random epic rare and common card from other classes. What are your thoughts on uh, Bad Game or Shell Game? <laughs> Um, well, I actually gave this four out of five, and, uh, I just gave it four out of five because I looked at the other card, Velerick, and I was like, well, there's, like, a payoff, I guess, for playing cards from other classes, so I saw it as kind of crucial to the archetype, so I just gave it that because i'm like well you're getting three cards in your hand for three um like it's definitely not five stars by any means but i feel like it's worthy of four stars because you're getting three cards for three mana from other classes so that was kind of my thinking there uh i gave it one star um why is that you're not discovering so you're getting random creature spell location weapon anything so, like, extremely variant. Um, and the fact that it's... I mean, it's essentially just three mana do nothing. I think we would be happy... I think we would be happy... Not even happy, honestly. I think we'd be okay with playing this in, like, Priest, maybe? I don't think Rogue can just afford to do three mana do nothing. When Rogue is doing three mana do nothing, they need to be slapping down, like, um, Graveyard or something. I don't... I mean, it's three mana do nothing, and the variance is so high. Like, you're telling me that we're going to randomly... Like, we're winning games by randomly generating cards from other classes that we... I don't know. It's just expensive, and the effect is not, like... Yeah, I wasn't thinking about the variance. That's a good point, because it is going to be pretty... Like, if like, we're talking, like... at all, and for three Like, it's mana. like... It, this compared to like double hazy concoction like it's not even we're not even reducing it or anything we get expensive stuff i don't know i'm just like comparing this to every other card like i'm looking at every other card i look at stick up and it's discover a quick draw card for one mana and then it's like i apply one mana to shell game and it's like get a random common anything from like i don't know it's like just seems yeah i don't know i uh, uh, uh. I don't like it. <laughs> no, I think you're fair. I think I, I was probably a little too generous. You might have been a little too mean. Maybe maybe it deserves like a nice nice two stars or something. Um, but you can stick with one though. It could I, also very well just be a really bad card. <laughs> I'm sticking with one. <laughs> um, next up we got Wishing Well by Juice World. Oh. It's a five mana zero seven epic. And it's after you play a coin, get a random legendary minion from another class and set its cost to one. Hmm. Five, five out of five. five yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we still have the fact the fact that okay, like Tess Gray Man, we have the eight mana six six. Battle cry, play every other card you've played from other classes this game. I, for one, do not think we will be playing shell game and then playing Tess Grayman to replay our random common rare and epic spell. I can see a deck that uses Wishing Well. Like, you play coin stuff, like, in the early turns, and then you get to a point where you can well and play a ton of coins, and for every coin you play, you get the legend. You can play the legendary right away, because you, you coined. And then, 
like save a coin maybe so you can coin out tests if they clear board or just hold on to tests for later and then the only cards you've played from other classes are a bunch of legendaries from other classes and then you kind of get two massive boards where you do it once and then you like replay them all with tests and I may just be on copium it's just definitely I think more likely that players generate 20 coins and then don't play wishing well and play necrolord draka and then that's what actually happens and it's way less fun <laughs> and makes me makes me disappointed in the hearthstone player base but i'm gonna give it a five stars because of copium yeah no i i hope this is played in uh instead of draka i love draka but it's time to see some other I love stuff. Draga. This would be really fun. I love Draga. Like we man 11-13-2023 at 7.33 p.m. said, I love Draga. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did that one. Your turn. Dart throw. Um, two mana epic spell. Throw two random, throw two two damage darts at random enemy minions. If both hit the same minion, get a coin. What are your thoughts? Uh, I gave this a four out of five. Um, and I don't know. Like it could be five out of five. I don't know. Uh, if this is like bad because it's not enough damage, but at the same time, it gives you a coin. And you can you can probably use this in a way where you get a coin from it every time. Like maybe just playing it on turn two when they only have one minion out. And uh, then I feel like it's hard though. Know, I feel I like know. hmm. How does this work if the thing only has two life? Does the first dart just kill it? Like can the second dart even hit it? I don't know how that works. First, yeah, off. that's and then, that's actually a good question. And then second, um. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, it gives you a coin, so you're gonna run it in like wishing well decks. But I don't think it's as easy as you as you were saying to like. I feel like you will oftentimes have to do some setup, whether it's through like a bone spike or something. I do feel like it's not all. It's gonna be more than half of the time. You're not just gonna be able to play dart throw and get a coin. I feel like that's just my guess. That's just my assumption. But I do think you'll have to work harder for this one. I think like ninety five percent of the time you'll be able to just play bounty wrangler. Like I think that that one you almost always just be able to do. I do not think dart throw is like even close to that. So I gave it yeah, I mean, I feel like stars. if it was two health, I feel like the way it would work is it would, like, if that was the only thing on their board, it would probably still throw two, and then it would the one minion would just take four damage. Yeah, that still doesn't change my opinion, but I I would I would guess I would guess that's the way they would do it, unless they're monsters. Like yeah. <laughs> okay, Wait, did you so give throw, um, I gave it a four. I mean, it does give a coin, even though I think the words on it are bad. The fact it gives a coin might just, like, be good enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I was just thinking. That that was, like, my sole reason for giving it a four. That's fine. Um, but uh, up next we have Triple Sevens, which is a common spell. It's seven mana, and it is deals seven damage to a minion and draw seven cards. So this is interesting. This is, like, mad expensive. Like, mad expensive. So, like, 
It's like maybe in a deck where we dump our entire hand and have like nothing left, we can use this to then refill our entire hand. I think that might be better in something like a, maybe like a Poison Rogue deck, where we just like keep casting like burn spells at our opponent's face, and then like we take a turn to draw 10 cards basically, and then the next turn we can send a bunch more burn at their face. I don't really think we have enough burn right now, or do we? Like we do in like, I don't, I don't know, I don't think we do have enough burn right now, so maybe if Rogue gets more burn this is better? It's just... I don't know, because I played some arena with this, and even in arena, where, like, what matters most in arena is just playing minions and hitting their face, I felt like taking an entire turn to kill a thing and draw cards, like, even though I had a full hand, it often, like, still ended up setting me back. So I don't hmm. know. That was kind of my thought on I it. I gave it three stars, personally. But, it, like, I do think that if there's a big burn-based deck, I think that it's pretty good. I'm just not sure if it does. And then I gave it three stars, yeah. Yeah, I also gave it three stars, because I just, yeah, with the, for the kind of the same reason, I'm like, like, if you're playing this to kill a minion, like, I don't know, like, it just doesn't seem like the right, it's just uh, so slow. It's it doesn't seem turn. like the right, like, uh, doesn't seem like the right text, like, it should just be, like, deal seven damage to an enemy, and draw seven cards or something, and then it, then it would fit inside oh, you of your... Oh, want it to your face? Yeah, like, inside of, like, a burn, if you, like, need to, like, do... You can just do a bunch of damage to their face and then reload, and then those seven cards probably have more damage and you close out the game on your next turn. <laughs> I think that's probably why it doesn't go face, because the fact that... The fact that you're getting hit with burn spells every single turn, and then you're like, all right, well, now their hand is empty. They need to take a turn to, like, draw a bunch of cards and, like, kill my minion. If this went face, and then they just dealt seven face, and they would... Like, you would just feel <laughs> like shit, and you'd be like, I'm glad that that deck can just play a bunch of two-cost spells and have an empty hand and then deal seven face and draw eight cards. Like, Yeah. I think that that probably would feel horrible. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <clears throat> Next up, we got Blackrock Co. Shovel. One mana, one three weapon with Death Rattle Excavate. What is your uh, thoughts? Um, I just gave it a 3 out of 5. I think it's, like, to me, this is, like, the equivalent of, um, that, like, base guy introduces Excavate that we always bring up. The two-mana one, the... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, to me, this card is just pretty much the same thing. Like, they could have made this a neutral and just, like... So I, I just gave it three out of five. Like it's fine. Like you probably will need to run it if you're going for excavate. I gave it a four. I just felt like if um, I feel like it's better than two. I feel like it's better than the two mana one one because you can like use it to like since excavate decks. I feel like you're generally gonna have to be slower so you can build up to your rewards. A one three weapon gives you the option of like being pretty defensive on board, like helping to set up like. Maybe even, yeah. like, dart throw. It's, like, probably good with dart throw and the fact that you could maybe... If they do have two things out on turn two, it's likely, more likely than not, one of them might have one health. Um, uh, yeah, no, it's definitely better. It's definitely... And you can, I, I might have been a little And harsh. if you want the treasure faster, um, like, if you just really want to treasure ramp for, like, you have, like, a good hand for it or something, you can play this on one, and you can hero power it on two to immediately excavate if you, like, really want to. So I gave it a four out of five. All right. Um, next up, we got a four mana five four rare 
minion called Antique Flinger, and its text is Battlecry. If you've excavated twice, destroy an enemy minion. Oh, five stars. Rogue excavates, like, incredible, like, way faster than any other class. It's just stupid how fast Rogue excavates. And then add to that, um, the fact that this is a 4-mana 5-4, which we literally are already, like, happy with. Like, a 4-mana 5-4 is good. And then you're always gonna have excavated twice, and it just is straight up, like, assassinate, which destroy an enemy minion is, like, it's like, it's like a 4-mana spell, so... I know we don't run Assassinate, but this card's crazy. And you can Shadow Step it, like, too. Because we're probably not playing an Excavate coin deck. Like, we might, but we're probably not. You probably want to Shadow Step, probably like, too different. Drilly the Kid, the dude we're talking about next. But if you really need to clear their board, you can Shadow Step this Antique Flinger, too. He's crazy. I think this card's really good. Yeah. You know, I gave him a 4 out of 5, but um, I definitely see why you gave him 5 out of 5. Yes, and lastly, we got Drilly the Kid. 4-mana, four 4-3, four, legendary mech. Can go into mech rogue. It can go into mech rogue. Uh, battle yes. cry, quick draw, and death rattle. Excavate. What are your thoughts on Drilly? Um, I gave him a 5 out of 5. Yes, yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, we, we play him and you excavate twice. And well, maybe, maybe. Quick, I, I still don't know how I feel about quick draw. I feel like quick draw is gonna be an enigma. Quick draw is busted and rogue though, because if you just shadow step him, he was added to your hand that turn. So oh, facts. if you shadow so, yeah, step, you'll or excavate if like you a shadow step times. or uh, break dance him and then play him, he instantly gets you two. And that's like not even counting the time you probably uh, just played him already before that. <laughs> Wow. So. Yeah. So that that's gonna be really good then. Um, um, all right. So that's rogue. Um, I'm excited yeah. for the rogue class. I want to excavate a million times and play the scorpion and do fun and and do fun wishing well stuff. So. Yeah, rogue looks cool. All right. Sure. We got warrior. You want to tell us about Slagmall? Yes. So Slagmall the slumbering. Is a four mana sixteen sixteen elemental beast legendary, and its text is Russian taunt, and it has dormant for eight turns, and every time you excavate, it awakens two turns sooner. Um, what are your thoughts? Why do the cool cards always gotta be so bad, bro? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Um, I gave him one star. It's looking at Warrior's Excavate cards and the Neutral Excavate cards. It's like, you play Slagmaw on turn four, and then you play, like, on turn five, a three-cost and a two-cost Excavate. And then on turn, like, the, I don't know. The earliest you're getting it online is turn seven. And it's like, a turn seven, 16-16 with Russian Taunt is cracked in the paint. And if you're against, like, an aggro deck, you probably win against the aggro deck. But also, any, like, not aggro deck sees that you played Slagmall and have, like, four turns, probably, to just be like, alright, I gotta make sure I save something. <laughs> like, Yeah, I didn't sadly. think about that. Because I was giving him, I was giving him a three out of five. I mean, one out of five might even be pretty fucking rough but i don't know because i mean yeah like if you can get it out or get it awake by 
turn seven. That's pretty huge. But like you said, if it just you also are passing gives your turn opponent four, so if it turns. is against an aggro deck, it's like right. You're taking turn four to do nothing. Yeah, which is like probably the best deck to play this against because slower decks are just gonna. It's so telegraphed. Slower decks are gonna be able to answer it. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, next up we got. Badlands Brawler, 7-mana, 4-4, four, four, Epic Minion, Battlecry, start a brawl. If you've excavated twice, this always wins. Um, what did I give this? I gave this a 4 out of 5. How, how could you? How could you? <laughs> Why? Um, I was just looking at it, I'm like, okay, so brawl's like 5-mana... And this is like if you've excavated twice, it makes it so your brawl always leaves you with one thing and always kills their entire board. So it's like, it's like pretty good, but it's also seven mana, so it's just like a lot. We well, said brawl I mean, is five mana, we put brawl on our deck, so then it's what? It's a two mana, four, four? Yeah, I mean, I just, I, I think, I think this should cost six. As I thought, uh,. What was that one card? You're a meth head if you think this should cost six mana. You're literally <laughs> on crack. You don't have to put brawl, like, this is brawl on a stick. You don't have to put brawl in your deck. You put this in your deck, and you can still run two brawls. You're gonna That's have excavated twice always by this point. I um, guess this is just gonna make Control Warrior, like, horrible. <laughs> so They get four brawls, I, and two of them always make them smile. Yeah, so, I mean, in that sense, I guess it does deserve a 5 out of 5, because I, I can see this kind of being rough for anyone who's... I mean, like, it's not going to help you in the aggro game at all, because if you're against aggro, like, you probably won by turn 7, but... And if you're not against um, aggro and you're against control or mid-game, you play this on 7 to clear their board, and then you Odin on turn 8. Yeah, <laughs> or you play... Boom boss. <laughs> yeah, if you're bronze, you play boom boss. And if you want to win, you play Odin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got Reinforced Plating. A common three mana spell with gain six armor. Excavate a treasure. Mm, what did I give this? Um, Like, shield block is two mana. It's basically gaining the same amount of armor, and it draws a card. So for, like, one more, we're excavating. I think it's good enough. It's fine. Like, what did I give this? Uh, three stars. I gave it a... Oh, my God, a three star. I gave it five. That's fair. Yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to... I feel like you covered it. I mean, yeah, it's like we're we're gaining as much armor... Or more armor than a shield block and... Excavating, excavating instead of Yeah, no. I just don't... Doesn't doesn't blow my socks off. I, I, we, <laughs> I'm happy to play it on turn three. I'm not winning games because I'm playing it on turn three. You don't always need right. to win games off a card to make it a good card, but... I don't, I don't, it's the thing, it's just okay. The dude in the next card looks like, uh, the, what is that hero from Spongebob? There's, a AJ? Barnacle Boy and, uh... Mermaid Man? Yeah, he looks like Mermaid Man. 
Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. <laughs> but he, I don't know why I see it, but he does. I do not. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm literally trying. <laughs> the rocks on his head look like his like little hairdo he's got going on. <laughs> All right, misfire? Tell, tell us about... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bro, I'm... What are you on? All right. Um... Two mana. Yeah, just look up Mermaid Man, bro. That does look not up. look like Mermaid. All right. <laughs> if, you're if you're somehow still listening to our podcast at this point in time, you definitely know what the dude on Misfire looks like, and you probably know what Mermaid Man looks like. I want you all to like think about how a brain would associate <laughs> these two things. Well, no, well, no, just be special. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Tell us about misfire. <laughs> two mana epic <laughs> spell. Tangent. Um, deal three two. <coughs> Sorry, and one damage to random enemy minions. Quick draw. Choose the targets. What are your thoughts on misfire? I gave this a three out of five. Yeah, I did too. What were your reasons? I bet they're the same as mine. Mm, I mean, it just seems like like fine. Like I don't know. Like it seems like if you were playing this in a control deck, like that's a pretty good uh, early game clear against aggro. So it's like good in that sense. And with having the quick draw effect, that's nice. But um, but yeah, it didn't blow my socks off either. So yeah, I was thinking like if you're playing a control deck, you're often not even gonna have your own minion anyway so the fact that it's random doesn't affect you that much so the quick draw is probably more often better if they like have like two one health guys and a three health guy so you can make sure that like the right amount of damage hits the right things um and the fact that it's two mana means unless you mulligan into this or draw it on turn one like this is the fact that it's so cheap means you're very often going to have the choice of whether or not you want to quick draw this, and it's very, like, not often that you're going to draw this turn one and be like, no, I can't do it. And even if you do, there's a 50% chance you can coin it out. So, uh, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, three stars, though. Like, even then, it's nothing incredible. It's a decent early game board clear. Amazing. Um, all right, next up we got Boomboss Thogrun which is an 8-mana, 7-7 seven, seven legendary minion. And his text is Battle Cry. Shuffle 3 TNT into your deck when drawn. Blow up a card in the enemy hand, deck, and battlefield. And uh, that's just what the TNT says in its cast when drawn. Um, and it costs 6 mana. If you ever, like, there's other cards that you can use to, like, like, if you fen lead, it would, that would get put in your hand and you would have to pay 6 for it or something like that. Uh... I mean, he's like, I just don't know why we'd play this on turn 8 and we can play Odin, and Odin wins us games, and this blows up all your... I mean, I know why we'd do it. We'd do it because we want to make our opponents, like, scream and rage quit out of Hearthstone. Like, that's why we'd do it, because we have a sick, like, desire to make those that we play against suffer. I mean, his stats are literally... Not that it matters, like, at all, but his stats are literally worse than Odin's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I gave him one star, but I'm still gonna also like definitely play games with him and try to TNT my opponent's entire deck. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think it's gonna be annoying, but it's definitely not good. Uh, like if it gets it to the late game, like it won't be good. Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, you're good. I, I was I was just saying I, I don't think it's gonna be good, but I think it'll be annoying. Even I think of it this way: if it feels annoying because they play Boomball Stilgrim like uncontested on turn eight, and then over the next few turns, all of your cards start getting blown up. If they were playing Odin instead, you'd just be dead. So it's like <laughs> yeah. it's like it's gonna feel bad, but yeah, they just want to watch the world burn. All right, did you give? What did you give him? Um, I give him 3 out of 5. Nice. Okay, next we got Blast Charge. 3 mana, rare spell. Destroy a damaged enemy minion. Excavate a treasure. What are your thoughts on Blast Charge? Uh, let me look at what I gave it. I give Blast Charge a 4 out of 5. And I just thought that it's, like, good. It's, it's not worthy of 5 out of 5 by any means because I feel like the condition of having a damaged enemy minion could be like it could just kind of feel like a dud in your hand but I mean being able to destroy something and excavate I feel like is definitely worth 3 so I don't know it might even be worth 3 out of 5 um but I gave it 4 out of 5 for those reasons yeah that's a 1 it's a one. one. It's a one out of five right there. <laughs> Do you know what card we got in stand? We were comparing like reinforced plating to Shia Block, and we were like, all right, one more mana to turn that card draw into like an excavate, and we're happy about that, right? Yeah. You know what card we got in standard right now? What's that? That's execute. Do you know what execute does? Does it destroy a damaged minion? Yeah, destroy a damaged enemy minion. Do you know how much execute costs? Wasn't it a one? One mana. Do you know why we don't run execute in our control warrior decks? <laughs> uh, is it because the condition's too hard to fulfill? Not because it's too hard to fulfill, but because you have to do something to fulfill it. You have to put in extra work. So we made yeah. execute cost two more mana. And we still have to clear a hurdle to activate this three mana warrior minion removal. I don't it's, it's a one star from me, Chief. We don't even run Execute. Like, how are we going to... We don't run... So we're taking a bad card that we don't run in Control Warrior, which is a playable deck that removes things and gains armor and wins through the late game. We don't run that removal card because that removal card has been shown to simply be worse than all of the others and not did not perform enough. And so we yeah. took that one and we made it cost two more mana for Excavate. When I think that's sad, dude. Like, uh, it's like here you can excavate for a treasure, but you have to have a bad card in your deck. Like, I feel like yeah, all it feels bad. Should, like reinforced plating, I was like okay with. That's why I only gave it three because I was like it's nothing crazy. But I was like, all right, we're increasing the mana by one to turn the effect, draw a card into excavate, and we get one more armor. It's like, okay with that. This took a bad card and made the tax for getting a treasure two more. It took a card that's not playable and said two more mana for a treasure. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. One start. All right. Unlucky Pow... Oh, no, your turn. Sorry. <laughs> Unlucky Powderman. Woo! He's a two mana, two, two undead rare minion. And its text is taunt. Death Rattle, give your taunt minions in your hand and deck plus one plus one. Hand and deck is huge. Um, I gave it 
four stars. It might even be five. But, like, you can... The, the thing with these cards is, like, generally it's, like, just your hand. So, like, if you play it super early, you're not buffing a ton of stuff. But, like, there's low stat lines, like Grime Street Enforcer and stuff, mean you want to curve into them. This has Taunt, which is... It might even be five. This has Taunt. Buffs your hand and your deck. It just buffs everywhere. I don't know. I think that's... The fact that it's everywhere makes this card so big. It's like we just made that card Bestial Madness and Hunter, and that was like give all your... It might have been all minions. It was either give all minions or all beasts in your hand deck and battlefield plus one attack. This literally gives all taunt minions in your hand and deck plus one plus one, and it's a minion that you play that has taunt. And if we care, it has undead. Like, there's roaring applause and some stuff that synergize with that keyword. Like, this card is crazy. Yeah. Very, very good card in a taunt deck. What'd so, you give it? Yeah, I gave it four out of five. Nice. Um, Next up, we got right. Detonation Juggernaut. Five mana, three, six. Mech, taunt, battle cry. Give all taunt minions in your hand. Plus two, plus two. What are your thoughts on Detonation Juggernaut? I also gave this 4 out of 5, because it, uh, I don't know. I mean, it seems, like, pretty crucial to the taunt strategy if you're, like, playing with the taunts. Like, it's got a nice uh, health, like, in its stats. Like, 6 health with taunts, pretty good. And it'll probably have been buffed by a powder, man, at least least once, if you've, no matter where it's been, if you've played one powder, man, by then. Right, and and then it's a little expensive, but also the effect is giving top minions in your hand plus two, plus two. So you'll just, like, play this when you have, like, two or three top minions in your hand, and giving those plus two, plus two is pretty big, so... Yeah, and the um, fact that, um... The fact that this is only hand instead of deck, but it's plus two, plus two, we're way happier that this is the five mana one. Like, if the decks were changed, it would be sad, because... But this is a five mana one means it's been a while. You can like draw some cards and do some stuff and play this when your hand is decently full and potentially even buff like more than more than just a few like buff like five or six or so if you like have been getting lots of card draw. So because this is mech, that's not we got mech on dead beast like the unlucky powder man, the juggernaut, the blast tortoise. And then there's other taunt, like, discover cards. We run amalgams. Like, I could see this being run in a card that runs that card, Roaring Applause, the two mana, uh, draw a minion, draw a card for each minion type you have. Remember that one that we ran in, like, uh... Yeah. What was that? You ran that in a deck we played on this podcast. What deck was that that you played? Mm. This is, like, the Band Warrior, the one amalgam Band Warrior, but what was the deck called? I can't remember what they named the deck. It was... But yeah, you get what I'm was, saying, though. You play, like, on Dead's Met. You play, like, lots of different keywords, and then you can draw, fill yeah. your hand up, and then Detonation Juggernaut, like, is really, really valuable. For sure. So I gave it four stars. Yeah, I don't think it's as good as Unlucky Powderman. I think getting Unlucky Powderman out on turn two is, like, how you get this deck to start working, and Detonation Juggernaut is a huge mid-game power swing, but it's not... It's not over time going to be like provide as much value as the powder man. True. Um, next up, what do we have up next? Um, next up we have Blast Tortoise, which is a six mana two seven rare beast minion. 
with taunt and the text being battle cry deal damage to all enemy minions equal to this minion's attack it's like that priest card with like the undead lady running out of like the tomb the tomb the three man the six mana three seven taunt that did this you remember her like undying something undying disciple or i don't think it's undying disciple but like I don't know if I recall. No! Six mana, three, seven, <laughs> priest, taunt. What was it called? <clears throat> I guess I can't find it. But, um... Uh, yeah, this is really good. I gave it five stars. I think this is the best card out of all the taunt cards. And I think... As long as you buffed it at least once, dealing three to... Even two is, like, not bad. But you're gonna have played a Powderman by then. And probably a Juggernaut, even. And... Blast Tortoise will be dealing like five or so on death. So they might not even want to kill it. But if they don't kill it, they're taking five damage face from it. And if they do kill it, their entire board dies. I, th I think it's really good. Yeah, I also gave it five out of five. Also Black Rock and Roll. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Black Rock and Roll and, and whatever archetype is being made with these cards here, I feel like is going to be crazy. Taunt stuff with Black Rock. Yeah. Um, and last we got Battle Pick Axe. <laughs> Three mana, four one weapon. After you play a Taunt minion, gain plus one durability. What are your thoughts? I gave this a four out of five. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess you'd play this on three, and then your next turn, hopefully, like, you'd play an Unlucky Powderman. Hopefully your second, if you're doing good. And then, uh, like be able to go face or like clear one of their minions i guess um i don't know may maybe it's something that we don't really need in this kind of deck so i don't know it could be more of like three stars but i don't know i gave it three I don't stars because i was saying thinking the same thing it's like if you play this on turn three which is probably the best turn to play it so you can get like maximum value out of it but if you do you can't actually use it so it would be like a turn three pass. Maybe it is just better like on turn like five or something so you can play it and then like a two mana taunt and then attack in the same turn. Maybe it's better used like that. But even that way, I don't think it's incredible. I guess maybe if we're playing such a taunt dense deck that we like always have a taunt to play, it, like if I guess if this sticks like for a really long time, it could be crazy. If they don't have weapon removal and you're always playing taunts and then you're hitting face for four every single turn. Like, maybe it is pretty good, but, like, I feel like it's yeah. pretty bad on turn three. Yeah, no, if there's any, like, neutral taunts that are really cheap, and you can just, like, throw them out and just always have a four-attack weapon that could be strong. Yeah, but... I think it's just the fact that it's dead on turn three, because it's really, I mean, it's infinite value. <laughs> right. Um... Yeah. Seems to be a lot of cards like that where they're like three, like three mana, but it's like you have to wait to. Gotta be patient. Use them, yeah. Um. All right. Well, that's all of the warrior cards. Next, we can move to shaman. Do you want to know what we should do before that? What's that? We should pee. Okay. Okay. Hang on. Wait. What are we at? What are we at? We're at thirty-four. I shall return momentarily. Alright, put your time in there just in case. So, hold. Hold me tight.
Alright, it's already been like an hour, so we can blast through these last two if you want. Oh, you're not back yet. You sexy little twink. back no no I accidentally sent Sean the timestamp and he was like what <laughs> okay <laughs> why Sean Sean is never gaming but Sean is literally never not on his computer I've never sent like out a discord interaction with them where he has not been able to speak like five seconds later <laughs> he just like hates the games we play I think yeah I do think he doesn't like overwatch um, alright, 58 seconds for me. Right, or 58 minutes for me. Okay, go. Alright, so our first shaman card is Giant Tumbleweed, which is a rare nature spell that's 7 mana, and deal 6 damage to all minions, summon a 6-6 six, six Tumbleweed. I mean, this is kind of like that brawler guy, right? Like the warrior dude. Like that dude's gonna clear bigger boards, but six damage is gonna clear most boards. It's like um, I was kind of thinking of the priest card. Yeah, that we the have. pop one. I was just thinking that yeah. one too. But this is better because you get a six six instead of a three three. Right. Oh uh, yeah, it's probably what did I give this? Where is my review for this? 
Um, I gave him a four out of five. I also gave it a four out of five. I don't know why I didn't give it a five because you're right. It's just better than that. I guess that type of card is better in Priest, though. So. Right. That's that's why I gave it four out of five. I was, like, wondering if this is going to be fine for Shaman, but it looks like Shaman's going to be changing quite a bit. So. Maybe it will be a good tool. Perhaps. Um. Amphibious Elixir, two mana rare nature spell. Restore five health, discover a spell. I gave this a four out of five as well. And uh I I just think like a two mana restore five health, discover a spell, like that that seems good. Uh it um I don't know. I don't know if it being a nature spell adds any benefit to it, but what do you think? Um, I gave it three stars. I initially added it two, but then I was like, nah. I mean, we're not happy about paying two mana to restore five health. And then we get to discover, though. And discovering a spell's pretty good. Mmm. Like, if we're playing against an aggro deck like Mech Rogue, we can use this early on to heal some of the damage they dealt and then search for something like a Hex or a Primordial Wave or something. Or late game, it's versatile, too. Like, you can try and find, like, a really valuable late game spell. Like, I don't know, like, like the Pack the House or Criminal Lineup or something. Something, like, really late game and valuable. Because it's versatile in that way. Mm. Like, we're gonna run it in a defensive Highlander Shaman deck. Um, I just think it's fine. I think it's fine. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, next up we got... Or no, I already, I already did that, Nick. Silly, silly. We got Trusty Companion. A two-mana epic spell with give a minion plus two plus three. If it has a minion type, draw one of that type. Mm. See, don't want... So it's like Amalgam of the... Or not really amalgam of the deep because you're not discovering but it's like kind of i get what you're saying but um so you you, you always want to play this on something you had up from last turn because you never want to play something and then play this like that feels horrible so that right. makes it kind of feel a bit limiting in the sense that what i feel like this would be best in is actually totem shaman like, your hero power just sticks, or you're, like, just you play some cheap totems and stuff, and you one of them stays around, and when it finally stays around, you make it a threat, you deal some damage with it, and then you draw another totem from your deck. Ironically, I don't actually see this being that good in Elemental Shaman, since Elemental Shaman is more like, I'm gonna play my 3-cost Elemental, and then I'm gonna play my 5-cost Elemental, and I'll have an Elem Neutral that costs 4 to fit in there. So that I can play Scar on 7 and then deal. Like, you don't... I don't feel like you want to take a break from your elemental strategy to to play this buff. But I do actually think it'll be pretty good in... I do think it'll be pretty good in Totem Shaman. So I gave it... I only gave it a 2 stars, though. Because I don't know if that was me thinking, like... I don't know. Actually, I think it's a little better. Because it's Totem Shaman. In Totem... I'll give it 3. I'll give it 3. I feel like I could play in, like, any tribe deck, though. Elemental is like super... But Elemental is super 
like read 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 the seven mana seven seven legendary like elemental was extremely depend you can't not play an element you can't skip a turn right okay so like and this is like you know i so it's hard you can probably make it work but it's not as good as it is in totems right now that checks out for sure um so i gave yeah oh to give it up to a three though because honestly it's better than hand of a doll hand of it's way better than hand of a doll so maybe even i don't know all right but (laughs) all right cactus cutter two mana two two murloc battle cry draw a spell if you cast it this turn gain plus one plus two and taunt so it would become a three four taunt what are your thoughts on this little silly murloc I gave it a like in terms of like a Murloc deck. I feel like it it would be worth like a five out of five, because I mean, like two two mana two two isn't really like anything crazy at all, but um, giving it plus one plus two with taunt is like really good, and you're drawing a spell. You just can't play this early, um, right? You would have to play this in like turn five yeah. or something if you yeah, actually want to be able to. Right. Which restricts it a little bit. Um, what did I compare? And, and you would also have to trust that most of your spells are pretty cheap. Your deck so would have to be you curated because just... you couldn't run this in like a bloodlust deck. If you play this and draw bloodlust, for example, like you can't. Your deck has to kind of be curated. Yeah. This reminded me of. Do you remember that one mana one two Mur- Murloc and 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 Demon Hunter that was like if you played a fell spell this turn gain like plus one plus two and taunt or something. Yeah. That kind of reminded me of this, except this this draws a card mm, for, like, a very similar effect when I give it. I said it's interesting, because, yeah, I don't know. Three stars, I said. It might be worth why it. Are there, why are there four elementals in one Murloc, though? I don't get, like... Yeah, there's they're not pushing. They're pushing really big elemental support with stuff like Scar. I don't know why there's... I, I mentioned that in my notes. I was, like, the only... <laughs> new murloc i mean it's a tool for wild like wild can run all the murloc shaman stuff it's probably pretty True. good in wild Cause especially if you just have to curate that spell package like you have to have very specific cheap spells like you can't have there be bad draws you can have there be bad draws off this but i'll tell you what you're not gonna play this in a wild deck if you have bad draws off this like there's, there's too yeah. many there's too many cracked wild cards um What's up next? Next, we've got Dr. Holiday, uh, which is a 5-mana 4-5 legendary minion with Battlecry. If your deck has no duplicates, equip the Staff of the Nine Frogs. And the Staff of the Nine Frogs is a 5-mana 2-9 weapon with after your hero attacks, summon a 1-1 frog with taunt, and each frog is bigger than the last. I love this card. Um, Me too. I think this card is sick. Cool control shaman five card. Five. Cool control card, and it gets valid. Oh, ah, wait, what did I say here? What did I say? It's really slow, so I only give it a four out of five, because, like, the first turn, you're making a one-one. Like, it's not, the frogs don't start getting threatening until later, but when they start, like, really, like, as soon as it's, like, a four-four even, like, they start becoming threatening. Four, four, five, five, six, six, seven, seven, eight, eight, nine, nine, and we're not going to ignore the fact that technically this weapon deals eighteen damage. I mean, it's over the course of nine turns. But if we're playing a Highlander deck, our deck is going to be slower. We're going to be running Reno. We're going to like be doing slower control-based things. So we're okay with it. 
Um, only four stars just because of how slow it is. Like, for this to really pick up, you have to curve into a five mana four five on turn five, which against, like, a slower deck is, you're not okay with that. And then your frogs will start picking up after a few turns. I just feel like it's a... Like, I've played a lot of Burn Shaman, and I'll tell you that playing Enza on 5 against an aggro deck is a death sentence. But granted, this does give you the weapon to, like, attack and kill one of their things and then make a little 1-1 taunt. So maybe maybe it is a 5, and I'm not giving it enough credit. I really want to play it, and I think it's really cool, and I'm excited about it. I just wasn't convinced that it was, like, 5-worthy. I see. Yeah, I, d I definitely think it'll be a five-star card. I, I hope it is, because it looks cool, and I want to play the Staff of the Nine Frogs. Next up, we got Walking Mountain. Nine mana, Epic Elemental. 416, Rush, Lifesteal, Mega Wind Fury, Overload 2. Mega Wind Fury means it attacks four times. What are your thoughts on this? Um, I gave this a four out of five. I gave this a five. Yeah. I wasn't even sure how, like, what deck this is ever going in, or how we make it work, but, like, completely ignoring, like, what deck, like, the card itself is bananas bonkers busted. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know, I just look at it and see, like, a turn nine board clear. That heals you uh, for 16. Yeah, so it's like, it's strong. It's going to probably go in the Highlander deck, maybe. Definitely but... go in the Highlander deck, for sure. But it's only one but copy, yeah. so I'm just wondering, like, if there's a deck that we run two of these in, and it's, like, part of the control game plan. I don't know. I find it hard to see a control deck working without Dr. Holiday, so we might just need to go Highlander if we're going control. Yeah. I think he's cool, though. Definitely. Um, Alright, next we got Minecart Cruiser, which is a 3-mana 4-5 rare elemental with Rush, Overload 2, and Battlecry. If you played an elemental last turn, don't overload. Um, I gave it 5 stars. I said I promise that in the deck you're playing this in, you're gonna you're gonna play an elemental on turn 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a 5-star. Um, yeah, because that effect is nuts. For sure. Four, you just get a 4 or 5 rush. Yeah, okay. Um, next up we got Scar the Catastrophe. 7 mana, 7, 7, legendary, elemental. Battlecry, deal 1 damage to all enemies. Improved by each turn in a row, you've played an elemental. If you miss a turn, um, I think it goes down. Yeah. Yeah. It does go back down so to it... 1. If you miss a single turn, it goes back down to 1. Okay. So what are your thoughts on uh, Scar? That doesn't mean it's bad if you can play it. Like, yeah. it doesn't mean it's bad. You just have to run an entire elemental deck, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like there's enough support here for running enough elementals in your deck to where you will be able to at least do, like, five damage or, like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like you're going to be getting a lot of damage off of this, so... And the fact that it's all enemies, too, and not just minions makes it even better. If it's even so. seven on turn seven, well, what, if you played one, two, three, four, five, six, it's, if it's even seven on turn seven, like, it's almost just more dresh, like, right? I feel like the Fire Eye, the Mage Legendary, the Hero Power one, 
But if you dealt like 10 damage with your hero power, deal 10 damage oh, to yeah. all enemies. It's almost just that. And if more, and you were like super hype if you could have Mordrish up on turn 8. Like that was very hard to do. So we can, I mean, it's just the question, I guess, of if we can play an elemental turns 1 through 6. It's how con- how consistently can we do that and also, <laughs> also get Scar. And also, I guess, discover effects technically, like uh, amalgams and stuff. We have the chance of finding more scars, so. Uh, I'm actually looking right now at the elementals that we have. We have Rolling Stone. We have, like, Mistake and a Rolling Stone. I imagine off the top of my head is where I feel like we're going to go with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's actually quite a few in Shaman. Are we, what are our... Or our choices. And show I mean, them. I feel like menacing Nimbus. Or we could go Shock Hop Realm one, I guess. Too. We could go Shock Hop Realm one. I feel like we wanted yeah. so shot what Shock Hop on one and then Rolling Stone on two. We definitely want to Rolling Stone on two, like for sure. Yeah. Do you think you would run menacing Nimbus? I feel like getting. It's pretty, like, not be good. Uh, actually, probably in an elemental deck. It hasn't been run since. Like, for a long time, back since, like, aggro, like, Doom, Doomhammer, Wind Fury Shaman, but I feel like it's decent enough because it makes sure that in later turns you'll, you have another elemental in case you were, like, gonna miss a turn. I yeah. I like it's probably pretty decent. Yeah, we have another, I, sh- sh- what, Shockhopper is our best one drop, our best two drop is probably Rolling, I think maybe we run both, but I do think Rolling Stone's better in the, for the two mana slot. Yeah. And then obviously on three, we want to play that Minecart Cruiser. I don't think we want to play either of those guys on four, though. The, um... I mean, I guess we have to play Brass Elementor, Champion of Storms. But I'm in our full Elemental deck, we're not running Nature Spells. Right? Like, because if you're... Right. You want to maximize your Elemental, like, uh, density, you have to not run a bunch of spells so i don't know but maybe it'll be like a maybe it'll be like an unholy dk type thing where we still run like two or four spells or something so we'll see how that yeah how that works so what's next next if uh i turn off my filter i forgot to turn off my elemental filter make sure i'm pretty sure it's just living parasite living parasite where in the world or Living Prairie. So our next card is Living Prairie, which is a 5-mana five 5-4 five, common elemental with Battle Cry. If you played an elemental last turn, summon 2-3-3 three, three cows with Rush. Can you can you tell me what the token on the startled cow looks like? Looks awesome. He has Rush like, because he literally, you can see in the background, he just got freaking yeeted at 800 miles an hour. So that's why he has Rush. My card's too small. No. What's he being yeeted by? By the living, by the living prairie. Oh. (laughs) Nice. Um, four stars. Like, it's like a 10, it's like a 10, 10, basically, or like 11, 10 worth of stats on turn five. And you're getting two of those are three, three rushers that you can use to like, yeah, I think this card's crazy. It's very good. Used to interact with it more. Yeah, I give it five out of five. Yes, lastly, Dehydrate. Three mana, common spell, lifesteal, deal four damage to a minion. Quick draw, it costs one. 
Uh, what did I give this? I gave it a three out of five. I just don't know how I feel about, like, I don't know. I feel like there's going to be so many situations now where you're going to really need the quick draw effect, but it's been sitting in your hand because it doesn't have freaking tradable. Um, like, like you're going to be like, wow, I really wish this thing costed one. Like, I feel like quick draw is going to be more frustrating than anything. So putting four damage with lifesteal and a quick draw card and like it's it's like whatever like i gave it three out of five because i, feel I like don't it's feel whatever. like we're happy I feel like to, it's gonna be frustrating because i don't feel like we're happy to like three damage three mana for four damage with lifesteal is like fine but i don't feel like uh, we wouldn't put a card in our deck that always did that like if it was three mana right. four damage lifesteal but i don't feel like it's the worst thing in the world i gave it a two stars I think that's fair. I said we probably won't run this in our decks. We'll probably run it in a Highlander just because we need cards in our Highlander deck, literally. But um, I said it's a very nice card to generate off of like spell discovers or stuff like that. Because anytime you generate anything off a of discover, uh, it always was added to your hand that turn. So it'll always get the quick draw effect. Right. So pretty good off generation. But I'm not convinced we want to run this in our deck. Yeah, definitely not. All right. Um, the final class time. of Showdown in the Badlands. We saved the best for last. Yes, it's Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> it's Warlock, and the the first card of the Warlock set is a four mana seven seven demon. Four mana seven seven. Yep, and uh, he's a common. And his text reads, at the end of your turn, destroy the bottom three cards of your deck. Uh, I gave him four stars. I said you play this once, you have, like, you probably slam this when you've got, like, four or five barrels on the bottom. And then if it lives next turn, you can make more barrels be on the bottom. You always want to play this when he's only going to be destroying barrels off the bottom of your deck. And then, bam, 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 three damage to three random enemies. And the fact that he's a four-man, which is possible if you could, like, play Disposal Assistant on turn one, and then, like, Sludge in the Wheels on three, it is possible to curve into a Waste Remover and have there be three barrels on the bottom of their deck. So, I think this is one of the one of the best barrel cards. Cause, yeah, I think, I think he's kind of what makes barrels good. Yeah. Um, yeah, without him, I don't think there would really be a game plan there. Um, so yeah, I also gave him four out of five. Disposal Assistant. Two mana, three, two. Battle Cry and Death Rattle. Put a barrel of sludge on the bottom of your deck. Yes, the support we need. Yes. For Waste Remover. I said this is the three mana, three, two that supports the new thing. I said see, uh, what did I say? <laughs> see Distressed Kvaldir, the Death Knight, three, two. That... <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> That's what I said, and I said it gets three stars because it's the three, two that does the new thing. <laughs> I gave it four stars because it's like... Yeah, it's like it's necessary. Like, but it's I two barrels. Like... It's two. What do you give? Dist what do you rate Distress Cavaldier out of five? Because this gives you two barrels, just like that gives two plagues. I only think Distress Cavaldier is a three star card. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's actually in my notes. I think 
I don't think there's any reason that one of these shouldn't put freaking four barrels on the bottom of your deck. Maybe that's like, well, like four barrels total. That's a lot of like, barrels. <laughs> that might be too many barrels. That's a, but... that's a play this, and then <laughs> you, as long as you get this, you can always play waste remover and be happy. And like, you yeah. should have to work a little bit for waste remover, like more than one card. Yeah, no, it's it's probably it's it's definitely for the better that. It gives one barrel. Um, you might be right. It might be know. four, though, because it puts both on the bottom, or some of the other ones put it, like, on the bottom and in your hand. So the fact that this gives both on the bottom does make Waste Remover a lot better. So maybe it's four. Maybe you're right. Maybe, but I don't know. We'll see. All right. Well, uh, next up we got Sludge on Wheels, which may even be the better support we need. And it's a 3-mana 1-5 rare minion with Rush. And whenever this takes damage, get a barrel of Sludge and add one to the bottom of your deck. said 4 stars. It probably won't be crazy hard to, like, play this. And then maybe you're not always able to curve into it on 3, but play it alongside another card so that you're able to remove their thing and get a barrel. And then in order for them to kill your Sludge, it has to be damaged at least one more time. So in total, it'll give you two and put two on the bottom of your deck. Like, you're never just going to play this and trade it into something that's going to deal five or more. And then unless they very specifically have a silence or a destroy minion card, they're going to have to damage it at least one more time. So I gave it four stars. I said it's... You will pretty much almost always get two in your hand off this and two on the bottom of your deck. Yeah, I, I gave it four out of five as well. Next up, we got Furnace Fuel. Format a common fire spell. When this is played, discarded or destroyed, draw two cards. Mm, what did I give Furnace Fuel? I gave Furnace Fuel a two out of five. I also gave it a two out of five. Jesse, Wee Wee Man, give me a high five. We both did it. Yeah. We were able to determine <laughs> that this card is not like the others. <laughs> like, yeah, what like what is this? Like why why does this exist when they're trying to do uh barrel of sludge? It's like or destroyed. So you're, they're they're trying to tell me that like I play waste remover and then sometimes I'll kill a furnace fuel off the bottom of my deck. But what even shuffles furnace fuel into your deck? There's not a single If it was card still in your deck. If it was still in your deck. Oh my like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Gosh, <laughs> yeah. I, honestly, why are we not giving this a one out of five? Um uh, because it is <laughs> like it's still the potential synergy at some point uh with discard warlock is why I, it's possible. Because you never want to play this either. You never want to play this. Four mana, draw two cards is horrible in Warlock. But its synergy with discard Warlock makes it... Makes me not completely write this card off. But we do not... We do not put this in our... In our barrel Warlock. Yeah. Sorry, it's... it's my bad, my bad. It's Train... It's Train Warlock. Train Warlock. It is. All of I these like cards it. have, like, the nice train art, like, smokestack yeah. hitting that smoke out. We got Tram Conductor Jerry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so next up, we got uh, Popgar the Putrid, which is a four-mana, two-six legendary minion with your fell spells cost one less and have lifesteal. And Battlecry, get two barrels of sludge. So that adds them to your hand, but since barrel of sludge is a fell spell... It costs one in your hand now. Yes. 
I give this four stars. My notes say, yeah, it makes the barrels cost one and gives them lifesteal. It's a bit expensive, and its stats are a bit not great. Like, I would be way happier if its stats were way worse, but it was cheaper. Like, if it was a two-mana, like, one-two, I would be like... I would be like, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. then it would be easier to, like, combo. Like, you could do a combo to just play a bunch of, like, play this and play, like, six sludges. If if that's what you're right. doing. If you're getting a ton of sludges in your hand. So that's why I'd rather it be yeah. a little bit cheaper. But overall, I gave it four stars. Because I think it's cool. We do, like, a waste remover thing to make the ones in the bottom of our deck go away. Like, destroy them, deal the damage, and have a 7-7 seven, seven threat. And then with all the ones we've built up in our hand over time through the sludge on the wheels and through when popgar himself we like send a bunch of burn damage face i think it's really cool i also think it's cool i give him four out of five and yeah solid card i agree with you fracking one mana rare spell look at the bottom three cards of your deck draw one and destroy the others your thoughts on fracking Hmm. Let's see. In my notes, I gave fracking two out of five. Oh, but what did I, give it? I don't know. I gave it. I, I gave it three out of five. I said you have to play this at a specific time. Like you have to play this after you've like got two. You want to play this after you've gotten two barrels on the bottom of your deck. So like after you play a disposal assistant and it dies. Or after you play a sludge wheel, hit something, and then they kill your sludge wheel. Because what the like, ideal situation is, you draw a card from your bottom of your deck, destroy the other two, the other two are barrels, and then the barrel stuff happens. Um, you also can just use it for like dredge stuff, I guess. Like, if you have like dredge cards that you really want, you can use this. But I'm not, I mean, you're destroying the other ones, so I don't... I don't know... Mm. I mean, it's also fine if, like, you've gotten more than two barrels down there and there's all three on the bottom are barrels and he puts a barrel in your hand and then blows up the other two barrels for three damage each. Like, I guess that's also fine, which is why I gave it three. It's, like, pretty average. I just feel like you you have to be going crazy with the barrels for this to, like, be okay while you're playing Waste Remover. I mean, this... Yeah, I guess I yeah, I guess I get what you're saying. You probably hmm. I guess it's more if you don't draw waste remover and you need the damage cuz you're right. Like you're not going to if you have yeah. both in hand, you're not going to blow up all your barrels. So, you probably right. use this if you just want to blow barrels up and you don't have waste remover anymore cuz waste remover is probably not living for more than a turn. I mean, he might, because, like, the barrels blowing up might clear their board, and then if they don't have something from hand, he might be able to go hard. I don't know. I guess I get what you're saying. I still think it's fine, though. I still think there's situations where it's where it's, where it's it's good. So I give it a three. All right. Um, next up, we got Moarg, Drill Fist. And Moarg is a four-mana, four-five mech demon rare minion with taunt. And Death Rattle, Excavate a Treasure. I said, Mech Demon Tag is cool. <laughs> and then I said, <laughs> 4 mana 4-5 Taunt is also good. Like, we're happy with that. And Excavate a Treasure when it dies. I think this is a 4-star card. I think this is personally, I don't know, maybe I'm 
Maybe I'm bad at rating cards, but I think that this is personally one of the better Excavate cards, because the 4-mana 4-5 four in, like, a defensive deck, which is what Highland... Or, no, it's Excavate, sorry. Uh, I mean, you're still going to want to be a slower deck, because you're going to want to bounce that treasure and keep blowing them up with the snake. Like, the, so it's more defensive to get to that late-game win condition. I feel like you are, like, totally happy with just playing a 4-mana four 4-5 four taunt, and then the fact that it's Excavate is a nice bonus yeah so yeah i like it i gave it a, i gave it a four out of five nice next up we got smokestack a one mana epic fell spell uh deal one damage to minion if it dies excavate a treasure wee wee man i think it should say if it survives um wee wee that's man. my only gripe with this card wee wee man what's that how did they take excavate an unplayable warrior one mana card and make it cost three <laughs> to excavate a treasure and then they take mortal coil a good warlock card and turn the card draw into excavate a treasure and literally didn't make it cost more i gave this i gave this five stars i don't yeah i don't know um i just think it would it would work better with um your sludge on wheels i feel like it would be a cool way to like damage your own sludge on wheels and maybe get even more barrels or but, but it's good to get just throw or, this away or for... sludge on wheels isn't going to be able to kill something on its own but sludge on wheels and then smokestack to finish the thing off may be able to finish it off that's true yeah i mean it's it's not like that big of a deal i just i think it could have said if it survives but it like <clears throat> it, it might might have been too good of an excavate card I honestly so, think I... I think it's still worthy of, like, a 4 out of 5. I honestly think I Maybe like it... Five out of five. I think I like it more that it says it dies. I think it would be worse if it said if it survives. Like, I think you're looking at it solely in the use case of Sludge on Wheels. <laughs> and I'm looking at it in the use case of your opponent plays a minion and you want to play Smokestack on it. Well, not... Like, I don't know. Like, even... Even just with... I don't know. I don't think it matters that much. Like, it matters with Sludge on Wheels. I just, like, I'm thinking of Mortal it, Coil, it, I guess. Like. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's fine. Like, obviously, like, with the other damage spells that Warlock has, it's, it, it, it is fine. Like, you normally get the effect. So it's not like you're not going to be getting the effect. Like, that's not the problem. I think it was more so me just looking at it with Sludge on Wheels and thinking it just could have been made to synergize better with that card that's but. fair i think they might be going two different directions i don't know if the excavate deck is also the barrel deck i think they might be different yeah probably okay who do we got next we got um, jerry yeah jerry we got we got tram conductor jerry, jerry. he's a he's a seven man four four Legendary Battlecraft, you've excavated twice, summoned six three three tram cars with rough. Dude, Jerry has so many friends, they literally can't all fit on the board. He summons six three three <laughs> friends. Oh my god. Also, like he summons six three three rushers, excuse me. <laughs> this card's really, yeah. really, really, really good. He's a five out of five. He's He's like the old Warlock card that was like summon a three three rusher for every soul fragment in the deck, but this just always is a full board. Do you have anything to say about yeah. Terry? Not really. You, you you said it very well. That's a, that's a good card right there. Our final showdown in the Badlands card. 
after this, we'll have talked about every single card, Wee Wee Man. And you'll be ready yes. for that for that set tomorrow. I am. I'm. I'm, I'm excited. Trolley problem. I'm gonna be playing. What are you gonna? Or we'll, here after? Actually, after this, we'll talk about what we're most excited to play. So, trolley problem is a three mana epic spell. Discard your lowest cost spell. Summon two three three tram cars with rush. Quick draw. Don't discard. What are your thoughts? Uh. I I think that's a that's a pretty good quick draw card. I, I gave it a four out of five. I think it, it's actually pretty nice that um, you you still kind of have your choice here as with some quick draw cards. It's like you don't really have a choice. It's like you just kind of miss out. But it's like in some cases, maybe your lowest cost card happens to be a barrel of sludge or um, almost always. Also, right? maybe you just want to throw throw something away that you don't care about. Like it gives you that choice. So. And almost I always, I feel card. like, you'll run this in, like, a barrel deck, and it's very... With barrels only being two mana, very often... Like, very often you want to discard the card, because you'll run this in a big barrel deck, and if you have some some cheap spells, you won't play Trolley Problem, obviously. You'll wait until you're able to take advantage of all the uh, barrels in your hand, so... Yeah. I gave it three stars, but I think it might be better. I think I might have been being silly. You silly guy. But Jerry, bro. Freaking Jerry. Yeah, Jerry's Jerry's busted. Jerry, yeah, Jerry's... Warlock is going to be bananas bonkers busted. It's got the best excavate, legendary, and... Like, the train stuff is good, and... Yeah, the freaking Jerry's good, which is solid, and he's... Jerry is like, hey, excavate, and Warlock's got the best excavate treasure, and all of this train stuff is cracked, so... <laughs> Um, I'm most excited to play. I don't know. Really don't know. I, th I think I'm. I think I'm excited to play Shaman. Uh, the Elementals. I want to play like an Elemental Shaman deck. I also am kind of excited for uh, Warrior and just like. I want to play Demon Hunter and I want to play taunts. Druid and I want to play Warlock or the three for me. I also want to play Warlock. I. I mean, they all look in literally. They all look interesting to me, except for Hunter. Um, so Which I part? Like so I think Hunter. Hunter got the. Uh, what did Hunter get? Hunter got like the buff stuff, and Hunter got like the uh, Highlander stuff. Or you just don't care about any of it. Yeah, I don't care about like I mean. The Highlander we just card is so at, boring. The Highlander. We card just is looked so at. Yeah, like you look at the. Highlander card for Shaman, and then compare that to the Hunter Highlander payoff, and it's the like... Hunter Highlander is like immune Olgra, and then all the other Highlander cards <laughs> are like infinite Druid Egg that never goes away and gives you a reduced dragon every turn, or infinite Paladin spell that never goes away and gives you a minion every turn, or like <laughs> litter or two nine weapon that gives you ribbits every turn it's like yeah i don't get it they get bigger every time i don't yeah, get it. it's it, the hunter yeah, one it, i think the hunter one's probably gonna good. be kind of bad so boring bro yeah so boring i'm not a fan boo hunter <laughs> i am a little bit interested in the buff stuff if the buff stuff works i could definitely see myself playing it like sneaky snakes and a buzzard and a skeleton like that's the kind of deck i actually do enjoy but um I don't know. The Highlander Legendary just like makes me depressed. 
<laughs> oh, and Kurtrus, the freaking fire six two damage shots into your opponent's hand if you have no dupe. Like, well, they're all just, like, so cool and unique. And then the Hunter one says, immune 3-4 that attacks everything. It's like, wow. I mean, I guess it's Hunter. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's what they do. They hit things. Like, yeah. Boring old Hunter. But I do. I think I have, like, one of... Hunter's one of my most played classes, actually, but... I would like to get back into it one of these days. One, like one, one of these days, it'll there will be an archetype that'll interest me. One of me, I'm these sure. days. <laughs> um, you, they all you missed the old Highlander hunter. It was Bran riding a T Rex, and he was a seven mana two four, and he was battle cry. If your deck has no duplicates, summon a King Crush. Oh, that's pretty cool. He was cool, and he Bran would come out, and a whip would go like. Whoosh, whoosh, and it would hit, like, the sides <laughs> of the board, and then he would say something like, Come here, la and then, like, from the sky, King Crush would crash down. Like, That's actually awesome. <laughs> That's such good flavor. That was a good one. That did, I, that, I played the Highlander Hunter deck back then a lot, actually, because I that card, curving into that card on 7 was nutty. Yeah. I could see that. All right, well, um, I'm going to send uh, Wee Wee Man pictures of my naked body now. <laughs> <laughs> I think you please oh no please, all right, right here's, here's parts for you to edit out at the end he 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 not staying staying oh my yeah. tell him how you do it oh <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right enjoy the showdown at the folks. badlands and me and wee wee man will enjoy our showdown in the bedroom have a good night good night folks